Hey, my name's Nikki. I want to tell you my story about my brother who ruined my life with one stupid joke. I'm 17. I live a normal, even happy life. I have friends, a great boyfriend, a small hobby that helps me relax from everyday stuff, and a cat. But even the sun has spots. My spot is my older brother, Tony. We're just one year apart, so we used to hang out a lot together. The neighbor kids were our age, and we even started school together. We were even in the same class. We were supposed to have a warm sister-brother relationship, but that wasn't the case. My brother is a complete idiot. For some reason, he considers himself a great stand-up comedian and constantly makes fun of everyone. And it's only funny to him, no one else. He even got beat up several times for his jokes, but it didn't stop him. And of course, his best joke target has always been me. Tony poured my mom's hair removal cream in my shampoo bottle and then laughed when I cried from using it. I cannot even count how many times he put something weird in my food. Our parents, of course, fought with him and lectured him, but nothing changed. At 14, our lives became separate. I had different friends. We didn't see each other very often. I felt a great sense of relief, and Tony had stopped playing his stupid jokes and mocking me. He had a girlfriend and some new hobbies, but he found other people to be his joke targets. I couldn't get how his girlfriend could stand it, because mostly he was making fun of her and often told her some really vulgar jokes. At 16, I fell in love with a guy and he loved me back. Well, it was nothing serious. We just walked together, talked, and sometimes kissed. We just felt very happy together, and he was very precious to me. I didn't hide my relationships. My boyfriend met my parents and Tony. He didn't get along well with my brother. When they were kids, my boyfriend beat Tony several times for his jokes. My brother hadn't forgiven him. As for me, it was just another perk to my boyfriend. Then, I went with my parents to the countryside for a week, where some of our relatives lived. Tony stayed in the city. Our parents thought he was a mature and responsible person. I talked on the phone to my boyfriend. I missed him terribly for a week. But when I came back, for some reason, he was in no hurry to see me. And none of my friends called me. They just looked at me strangely. Later, some shady people started calling me and offering me different indecent things. All their numbers were unfamiliar, so I couldn't block them. Judging by the voices, they were all adults. I didn't get it. Friends stopped chatting with me. My boyfriend ignored me. And then, this thing. I figured it out by accident. Tony himself blabbed to his friends. It turned out that he launched an erotic video around the city with some familiar girl who he posed as. That girl was shot from the back, so the whole face wasn't seen, just a piece of the cheekbones. Her hair was similar to mine, and the room was mine, and the phone number in the video was also mine. That's why I had these calls. My brother was laughing with his friends. He explained that he asked that girl to pose for him. He said that I deserved that, as I shouldn't date jerks. He even claimed that this was a good punishment for me, because I dated his enemy, and his friends said it was a great joke. My boyfriend turned his back on me. It was my room in the video, and the girl looked like me, judging by the body and the hair. Naturally, he wouldn't listen to my excuses, or maybe he didn't want to date a girl who had such a reputation in town. My friends turned their backs on me too, though they didn't believe this video. 
I think they just didn't want to hang around with. Well, you know it. My parents found out, but they just sent me to my relatives in the countryside and changed my phone number until things settled down. They couldn't do anything to Tony anyway. I even went to the police myself, but they also said that nothing could be done. I found that girl on social media. She was of legal age, and she voluntarily allowed herself to get filmed in an erotic video. No one said it was me on the video, but everyone just assumed. Anyway, I had to finish my studies in the country school where I stayed. Then, I entered a college which was very far from my home. I moved to another city, and now I'm trying to rebuild my life. I talk on the phone with my parents sometimes, but I can't forgive them because they didn't protect me. I don't talk to my brother. I sincerely hope karma gets him back. Hello, my name is Jessica, and I want to tell you my story of a lifelong friendship as well as devotion and saving a life. And yes, this story is not about people. Rex appeared in our family almost at the same time I did. Well, my mom brought a shepherd puppy from somewhere when she was eight months pregnant. The puppy got accustomed to our family. He was extremely obedient and polite, and we decided to keep him. We lived in an ordinary three-bedroom apartment, but a large German shepherd took up much less space than my stroller. Also, puppies grow much faster than kids, and when I was one year old, my mother could leave me under Rex's supervision while she went to buy groceries. There were a lot of pluses. In all my early childhood photos, the dog's face was always next to me. It was more like my own dog than my parents. He listened to the adults, reacted to the commands, but met only me at the door. Apparently, he felt responsible for me, or he did it for some other dog reason. I was often left with Rex on the playground from an early age, and my parents weren't afraid of suspicious people, because there was no one, even among kidnappers and maniacs, who would be foolish enough to mess with a German shepherd. When I was five years old, such a guy came into our yard. Then all the parents, who used to look at Rex distrustfully, started to appreciate our dog. We were playing quietly in the sandbox, not bothering anyone. Rex was lying next to us and waving the flies away. When the man came closer, Rex stood up and started growling. And then, everything was like in a bad movie. The guy opened up his jacket and flashed us. We were in shock. Rex took off and sank his teeth into the guy's sensitive region. Our parents rushed to us when they heard the screaming. The man was shouting, saying that he would shoot the dog. But Rex was smart and bit him so that it hurt, but there was no blood. I really hope this man isn't still flashing kids. The adults called the police, and for a long time, they brought delicious bones to Rex as a sign of gratitude. So that's how we, Rex and me, used to live. We lived in a small town, so the dog could walk me and meet me from school. He went with us to the river and actively participated in my life and upbringing. He was the first to know when I started smoking and, as if by chance, pulled out a pack of cigarettes hidden in my jacket pocket right in front of my parents. My friends were laughing at me for a long time, saying that everybody should hide stuff from their parents, but I needed to hide stuff from my dog. But then I quit smoking because while it was possible to hide it from mom and dad, I couldn't from Rex. When I was 16, Rex messed up my first romance. I started a relationship with my classmate, Steve, but the dog, who was usually quite calm, literally attacked the guy 
after his slightest attempt to hug me. It made me angry, so I locked Rex up at home. But somehow, he managed to escape and go after Steve. You can't hide anything from a dog. And apparently, my dog felt Steve wasn't a good person. The truth was painful, but trivial. Guys made a bet that they could sleep with me within a certain period of time. I mean, yeah, it was the age of consent and experiments, but there was no love. So Rex prevented me from making a mistake, and for that, I kissed him on the nose. But once, something even more terrible happened. I was coming back home from my tutor late in the evening. It was already dark, and I had to walk quite far. Rex didn't meet me as usual. My parents had taken him on a trip to a town about 10 kilometers away. So when I was walking and repeating logarithms in my head, I suddenly felt like someone was following me. I turned around and saw a man. I thought, you never know, maybe he's rushing home too. Then he caught up with me, grabbed my jacket, and hit me in the back. I fell down. He raised his hand again to hit me, and then my Rex hung onto his hand. The dog was growling, barking, and galloping around the man, not letting him take a step. I managed to get back on my feet and ran away. After a while, the dog stopped barking and ran up to be next to me. We were running like we were in a marathon, right up to the house. From time to time, Rex stopped and growled somewhere in the darkness, but after a couple of blocks, he calmed down. At home, my parents were there. They decided to come back early, because when they arrived at the country house, Rex acted like he was going crazy. He suddenly took off, trying to get out of the gate. He even growled at my father, and then, as quickly as he could, rushed towards the city. He felt something. When my parents understood this, they immediately went back home, and had already managed to arrive before we got there. Rex is now 20. He tries to rest as much as possible, and doesn't run after me anymore. Lately, he's been guarding another person, my newborn son. I only hope he'll live as long as possible, so my child can also remember a real dog's love and devotion. If you also have favorite pets, describe them in the comments. And it's worth remembering that only animals love us unconditionally, and the least we can do for them is pay it back with the same.